Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. We're hoping to see something different. <laughs> we have some people here that are there for a reason. We're going to make this out to be... Please just lead my players, let them be young and learn, and keep attacking me. I may be the worst in the country. Just attack me and leave these kids alone, okay? Thank you. Leave them alone, Zach! Leave the kids alone! Leave them alone! Attack John Calipari! Oh, woe is me! It's the Roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. I'm James Strebel. Zach Cantrell hanging out with me today. Max Godby, uh, he's off somewhere. I don't know where he is, but he's he's away. He's out of here. So it's just, it's just Zachy C and I today on the show. And we're wide open here. Three to six on ESP 680-1057-437-9680. UPS Jobs text line. You can get a hold of me there. Uh, talk about your weekend. Uh, the, the Cats win. I mean, I, I, I kid, obviously, with John Calipari, but uh, I mean, they, like, like Cal, I, I'm going to say this before I dive into everything else. Don't go on the revenge tour yet. There's still a lot of Zach. There's still a lot of basketball left to be played. Zach, we can't we can't be in, be doing the revenge tour on on in, on February 17th is when he did that. Congratulations on beating Auburn on the road, and that's a great win because Auburn had not lost a home game all year, and their offense is great and everything. It's Auburn. This isn't exactly beating Kansas in the Final Four. Let's let's take a little pump, chill pill, Cal. Pump, pump the brakes, let's relax. Cal. Pump the brakes. Congratulations. Relax. Take your little victory lap. Yes. We don't, let's do that in March when you've gone to the Final Four. Let's not do it in February when beating Auburn used to not be a big deal. Yeah, Come no, on, I, I, we'll, we'll talk more about that, but that, that's, a, that's a good way to approach it. Uh, the cards lose. That's not a story, but the story of these, you know, Zach and I were talking before the show. I love the Louisville cards. <laughs> Zach and I were talking before the show, and... And these Kitty Payne Twitter spaces oh, after boy. these Louisville games. Oh, my gosh. We'll dive into that. Rick Pitino is officially back. Ricky P uh, talking that junk about his own team. Uh, we're not, we're, you know, that's something that we're used to around here. Uh, also, today, we'll discuss that. I mean, everyone was pissed off at the NBA All-Star. And I'm like, why? Like, what, really, what, 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 do, what do people really expect here uh, with the N- NBA All-Star game? I got got on Twitter 
over the weekend. So did Zach on the same account. Yeah. I think it got, got on a Bruce Pearl account, too. But I, I left that tweet up there just because I, I think it's funny. I had a big weekend. Uh, let's see. Anything else we'll dive into? We'll figure it out as we go along. Again, 437-968. UPS Jobs text on. We'll play some some Kenny Payne and some John Calipari sound. Uh, but before we do all that, Zach, h- how was your weekend, buddy? I know uh, that, uh, you know, you, you were in for Louis Rabot today. Yep. He's, he's on a beach somewhere. I don't know exactly where he is. I believe he may be in Mexico. I think somewhere in Mexico or Florida. I forget exactly where it is, but he's on a beach. And he posted a picture of it earlier. So he, he seems to be enjoying his best life. And I, I said, this is the best time of year if you're a sports talk guy to take vacation outside of summer because it's between the Super Bowl and March Madness. We really don't have a ton to talk about. So yes. I'm a little jealous there. But, I mean, I'm the captain five days this week. So here oh, we go. Man, so how, how did that go today? Now, did you have guests? Did you have a guest host? Is just solo Zach and Israel? Just, just me. I had Tanner behind the board. So it, I had somebody to talk to. We'll have guests this week. I'll have Ennis tomorrow. I'll have uh, there you go. Gandalfo Wednesday. And then uh, Friday we'll have Biscuit. So we'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. Yeah, I like that. Zach Cantrell, his first full week as a full-time radio host. Then he gets a text from me earlier today. Hey, Zach, you mind sitting in? So uh, Zach, once again, working very hard around here. Uh, but yeah, for, for me, Zach, I had my wife and I, we finally got to do our Valentine's Day uh, dinner oh, on Saturday okay. night. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. It was it was good. We went to, to Bob's Steak and Chop House. I did some free advertising there for them. They didn't pay me a, a nickel uh, <laughs> to say that. But no, it was it was very good. We'd never been there before. I probably probably the best steak I've ever had. Really? Uh, to be yeah, to be uh, to be quite honest, yes, I think I think it was the best one. I've had a lot of good ones, but that, that bone in Kansas City cut. Uh, if you will, was was pretty damn good. So oh. we enjoyed that. Had a little night without the kids. So that was, you know, that was nice. There you, you go. You need that every once in a while, Zach. Oh, yeah. You got to ha- maintain your sanity every now and then. <laughs> exactly. The Chop House is right uh, right downtown, right? Yeah, right, by, right at the Omni Hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been around the Omni Hotel. Like, it's a great spot and everything. Oh, I yeah. Usually, I usually go into the uh, Country Boy, the brewing place. Yeah, that's, that's right, right next door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, we, there's one of our uh, beers that we're having at the uh, Ale Fest this year. How about that? Yeah, yeah. We stopped. We were going to stop in there on our way out. Yeah. And we were like, we were both too full. There you go. <laughs> so, but but yeah. We, we, yeah, we saw that on our way. And we were like, oh, Country Boy. I was like, yeah, I didn't know they had a place down there. Oh, yeah. So, I, I was also very excited to learn. I didn't know this either. This just shows my, you know, downtown ignorance. I didn't know there was a Duluth trading company downtown. Yep. I buy a lot of my clothes from there, Zach. I mean, let's be transparent here. I have <laughs> multiple shirts. I have some jeans. I just ordered another pair of jeans and a vest uh, from there. So now instead of having to order it online, I, I now know I can just drive downtown to a Duluth trading company. How about that? So we're... Uh- inspired by that Duluth trading company like those underwear commercials <laughs> like the you know but they have like soft serve underwear whatever then yeah like Duluth trading underwear and, and the guy's like flying, flying all over the place I don't have a pair of the underwear yet I think I'm gonna purchase those next is they they do look uh, sound quite comfortable but no I'm like I, I'm entering a new phase in my life, Zach, where there's a lot of flannel involved. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why, but all of a sudden I, I've, I've decided that, that I like flannel and I, I, I like looking like a lumberjack, even though I don't have a beard. Uh, <laughs> this, this, yeah, that's kind of where I am now. This is, I don't know what station that is in life exactly, why I've been pushing this direction, I, but but it, it's happened. So we'll, we'll talk about all that and more. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in here. 437-9680, text already coming in. Uh, the Kentucky Wild. Wildcats get a big victory over the weekend. 
as they go on the road and uh, defeat the Auburn Tigers. And it was a game, Zach, uh, which I, you know, I know you're paying attention to it, mm-hmm. uh, where Kentucky took the lead and never looked back. Yeah. And, and it, that I think to me that was the – uh, the, the biggest takeaway is how they were able to start a game fast. I mean, this this team is notoriously bad about starting slow and 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 getting getting down early to you know doesn't matter if it's a good team, a, an okay team, a bad team. It's just kind of been the way they've done things. But in the exact opposite way that I thought the the, the game would go, they were the ones that deliver the early punch usually they're the ones reacting to the punch staggering around trying to get their footing back and trying to figure out what works but that was exactly the opposite case on saturday as kentucky takes a lead at auburn and just ran away with it it's another game where antonio reeves uh is is a star offensively I believe he scored in twenty, like all games, but like two or three twenty-plus points in, in, in each game. Uh, he he was also big again. He had thirteen, had twenty-two points on Saturday, thirteen in the second half. So a lot of that, you know, and for no reasons, show up in big in, in big spots. That narrative was kind of pushed out of the way. And then look, I, I, Zach, to me. I know Antonio Reeves is a big story, uh, but for me, Adu Fierro yeah. and oh, Ugana yeah. Onyenso emerging, and and even with the the absence of a Trey Mitchell, and that and that's it, it, the win was so impressive that people weren't even talking about Trey no. Mitchell not in the game. But with the absence of Trey Mitchell, you have the five spot now solidified by Hugo. He played thirty six minutes, uh, seven points, eleven rebounds. Two block shots. If he's look, if he's able to do that, get you double digit rebounds, multiple block shots, hold the four down defensively, not foul, not give up stupid fouls, and you know whatever points he gets you is a bonus. You'll take it. Adu Thiero is is to me that glue piece X factor. Fourteen points. He had eight rebounds. He had that that dunk that Aliupi had from Reeves. I thought was kind of like the the catalyst yes. to spur them on the rest of that first half. Just an absolute freak defensively. He's mature. He's strong. Those two guys to me, Zach, were were as impressive as anybody on the court on Saturday to- night. Totally agree. Adu Thiero might have been the second best player on the floor behind Antonio Reeves in this game. Onyeko was certainly up there. This is a game that Reed didn't do much, only had four points. Dillingham had 11, but it was kind of a quiet 11. But it was a Duthier who kind of set the tempo for the game. And Auburn never led at any point. Kentucky got up by as much as 16. And mm-hmm. we're used to, in the second half, and we're kind of waiting for it, where they had a great first half. Second half, Auburn made a little bit of a run, but they never really got all that close. I think the closest they got was six in the second half. So Kentucky did a pretty good job keeping them at bay and not allowing Auburn to get all that momentum. And it's a team that scored 101 points the other day against uh, yeah. South Carolina, beat them by 40. And this is the game that Kentucky was the biggest underdog as far as the metrics and the spread, probably for the remainder of the season. Yeah. Maybe at Tennessee might be close to that. But you get a big win on the road. And we talked about this. I talked about this earlier on Louis' show. They scored 103 points or gave up 103 points two weeks ago. The last two games, they've given up 122 points combined. They've done a much better job defensively, mixed in some zone, closed out. Auburn had to take a lot of long twos. Yeah. That's the strategy that they want to use going forward. Make them take contested shots. Make them take long twos because that's not the style of play that Auburn wants to use, not the style of play Alabama wants to use this Saturday, which I think is truly going to be the true test for Kentucky's defense to see how much they improve. But I'll tell you what, if they defend like that, 
They can play with anybody. Their ceiling is is there. And yeah. you wouldn't have thought if they scored 75 and 70 points in back-to-back games that they would have won both of them, but they did. Yeah, that's a great point. The 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 defense is the story absolutely, but you're right. I mean, we 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 said, "You know what?" The defense doesn't have to be great with this team because the offense is so potent. Because they're scoring in nine in the nineties and the eighties, they've crossed the strategy mark multiple times. So yeah, no, you're right. You think seventy seventy five points, Kentucky's losing absolutely because of the the atrociousness of the defense. But no, I mean you're, it's sixty three points against uh, Ole Miss on Tuesday night. Now fifty nine points against Auburn, and Auburn had the ninth ranked efficiency uh, in the offensive efficiency in the country. Uh, they dropped to twenty two after that Kentucky game. Uh, Kentucky Kentucky was like 101st in defense efficiency. They went up into the 80s. Yeah, they were 125th before the Ole Miss game, and they moved into the 80s. They so moved the 80s. spots in two games. Exactly. And now, I'm not, I'm not, the 80s isn't where you want to live, right? No. <laughs> That's not where you want to be, but it's 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 a good it's a good barometer for you know measuring where your team is at right now as March is almost here. I mean, it's, it's February 19th. I mean, March is, is weeks away. There are now... Uh, I believe there are five games left for Louisville yeah. on the schedule. We'll get yeah. to them next segment because I, that, I mean, again, the, the interesting story is in the game is what happened after the game. So for Kentucky, they have uh, at LSU on Wednesday night, Alabama at Mississippi State. Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Tennessee so at Tennessee. They have six games left, and two of those are on the road. So they get – I'm sorry, three of those are on the road. So they have three on the road, three at home. Um the, the Alabama game Saturday, Zach, is going to be absolutely massive. But mm-hmm. to get back to, we'll get to Alabama and some more stuff down the line as the show goes on. But to get back to the game on Saturday, and and we 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 touched on it um, to start the show. I mean, you played the sound with with John Calipari kind of taking his victory lap. And while I look, I get it, Cal. In his prickly nature, um, this is what he does. This is how John Calipari also motivates his team. This is how John Calipari motivates himself. And how did you look at it, Zach? I I think some people looked at it as an attack on the fan base. I disagree. I think he was going at media folks. I think that's that I think that was the the focus of his comments yeah. after the game. Yeah, he was going after the media. I think I don't think he was going after the fan base. He's going after the anonymous coach quotes. This team can't defend anybody. This team has no idea what they're doing and he's like Hey, see, we gave up 59 points against Auburn. What do you got to say now? And exactly. He's, not, he's heard all the, play some zone. Well, guess what? He's like, well, guess what? We played some zone. You happy now? That, that's basically the whole mentality that Calipari's press conference was. You happy now? You see what we did? I listened. You, you, what are you going to say now, basically? Yeah, what do you say now? Which, is fi- which is fine. But to the same point, and this is, this is kind of where I, I fall on it, Zach. The same point, it's like, no one was... <sighs> The, the stuff about the players was was bogus. Like no no one's been going after the players. I, well, no. Well, I'm, here, I'll take that back. There's been a couple of players that have been in the I don't know have caught the ire of BBN. Justin Edwards being probably the one that has caught the most flack just because he's not performed up to what his ranking and his expectations, his NBA draft status, uh, had him. Okay, right. so that's 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 one thing. 
The other player, I guess, would be DJ Wagner, although he's not, I mean, it's not been negative. It's just been the rumor stuff that it's, you know, there's there's things going on outside of just basketball that has DJ Wagner uh, upset. I, I, but other than that, I mean, no one's been going after Antonio Reeves. He's been getting all the praise in the world. They're doing, you know, uh, Antonio Reeves All-American stuff. It hasn't been with Reed Shepard. He's the darling of, of, of the team. Rob Dillingham, the most exciting player on the team. Adu Thiero gets nothing but praise. People love Trey Mitchell. Uh, I guess maybe a little Aaron Bradshaw in there. People have been very, uh, you know, forthcoming with the praise for Ugana and Yenso. Those are the only two players, Zach, that I could really, really think of that have taken any flack. Anybody else, it's just, look, again, this is what Calipari needs to do to motivate himself. If he needs to take it out on the media or Rick Pitino or Rick Barnes or Bruce Pearl, whoever it is, he's got to have somebody to to focus that anger on. And look, if it's Matt Jones or Kyle Tucker or or me or, or, or you know, Rick Bozich, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just naming people right now. Whoever it is, fine. I don't care. As long as you keep winning basketball games, you could run it all you want to run it. That's exactly right. It kind of reminds me of Brian Day when he went after Lou Holtz. Yeah. Uh, Lou Holtz in person. <laughs> Impersonator. Like, he just needed somebody to go after. And it was just crazy that it was the impersonator of Lou Holtz on the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. But, no, this is kind of similar to what Calipari is doing as far as he just got to pick out a target. And he's felt the pressure. You know, people are talking about, oh, if he doesn't win this year, when's he ever going to win and all that kind right. of stuff. So, I'm sure he's still feeling that every day. And th- this is a this is a game that can be a season-changing kind of game. Because Absolutely. Because if they win this, now they can take off a little bit. Uh, LSU and Alabama obviously are a couple of big games coming up, but they can win both of those games. You know, they moved up already. What last week after the Gonzaga game, I think they were a seven seed. Now they moved back up to a five. To after a five two seed, yeah. I saw uh, they're in the Purdue region, which would give me that all day long because Purdue loses again. I don't look. I know that. I watched UConn on Saturday. Yeah. U- UConn's the best team in the country. Oh, it's not even close. U- U- UConn went against Marquette and absolutely blew their doors off. They I mean, swatted them like a bug shield, like a win- bug in a windshield. They really did. That game was close for about ten minutes. Yeah, and then as the half was, the first half was coming to an end. I mean, UConn was up by like 15, 16, whatever it was. I was like, damn, I, I, that got out of hand fast. I think yeah. they're the best team in the country. Purdue, I think, is number two, but I'm not sitting here like they're not unbeatable. I don't feel that Nobody's strongly unbeatable. about number two. I think Houston could be considered for number two. I think they're really good, especially yeah. defensively, but I just I don't know if they have the shooting. Yeah. Purdue, I, Purdue's very good. They probably have the best resume, but I don't really trust but they've them. they got some losses, though, man, where yeah. other teams don't have them. I'm not, I'm not saying Kentucky's one of those teams, but, I mean, they have – I mean, Purdue's got some great wins, but they've lost to Northwestern. Yeah. They just lost to Ohio State without Chris Holtman, which we'll get into that conversation later, that, that too. That actually was a benefit for Ohio State. I think it was a benefit for – yeah, I think I think Chris Holtman being – which I, I, we'll, we'll talk about the Louisville aspect of yeah. that because we'll talk Louisville uh, next segment. But, I mean, th- there was an interim coach coach with a team that had every reason in the world to quit. They're not going anywhere. They're an NIT team, mm-hmm. and they, they turn around and beat Purdue. Now, is that Purdue just resting on their laurels, or, or I, I don't know what? I mean, on the road to the Big Ten is so tough. I mean, they, that, that's a bad that's a bad loss. It's this not is, a good one. It's not. And they were down double digits against Minnesota on Tuesday and had to rally back to had win to that Had to rally back game. to so win that one, Purdue yeah. is just one of those teams that, they're like Virginia, where you just can't really buy all the way in. Hell no. And not I know Virginia, Reese Beekman. I know Virginia won the national title back in 19 but and and that's going to be the case for Matt Painter until they actually do something but I just 
even as good as they are, and I know their guards shoot the ball well, and I know Zach Eady, Zach Eady, and he's seven foot mm-hmm. ten, and he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I just I don't trust him. I don't. Nobody. Who does. do I trust outside of UConn right now? I mean, nobody. Ar- Arizona always flames out in the tournament. They're good in the regular season, but flame out in the tournament. Tennessee, they beat the hell out of Arizona State yes, over the weekend. Who Arizona cares? State's Bobby nothing. Hurley. Yeah, Bobby Hurley. Cool. <laughs> oh no, you beat Bobby Hurley by double digits. Wow. Remember, remember when Bobby Hurley was the, like the golden child? Oh, yeah. But he was the chosen one, and Dan yeah. Hurley came in. Yeah. And just a boss at, at, at UConn. It just, what what a sad state of affairs for Bobby and Hurley. What, How about yeah, that? That's it, what cracks me about the Louisville fans. Like, I can't believe we would hire a mid-major coach. Well, you know who was a mid-major coach? Dan Hurley. Because he was at Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. See what he's done now. He's exactly. He's won a national title, and they could be building something more than that. And now you have Archie Miller at Rhode Island. <laughs> Archie Miller? Is that where he is? To, yes. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? I knew Archie Archie Miller was gone at Indiana a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Archie Ar- Ar- yeah, he took. I think he took a season off. I think this is his first year with Rhode Island. Yeah, he is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, his first or second year. He hasn't been with them too long. But, yeah, they're, of, course, they're, of course they're terrible. You know the best basketball coach in Indiana now is Thad Mata, right? You damn right. <laughs> no, it's the um, it's the no, the Indiana State dude lost. Oh, jo- yeah, Josh Hurts. Shirts, shirts, shirts. Yeah, you be careful to say that. I Josh, know. Josh Shirts. Yeah, I believe they lost for the weekend, but yeah, yeah, they've lost twice. They got ranked and they lost both games. I, I can't trust any of it. I, 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 now, now you're they're telling me South Florida is the team to watch out for this year in the tournament. All right, yeah, all right. Road the Rhode Island Rams are eleven and fourteen. <laughs> ninth, ninth in the A ten. How about that? They lost two in a row. Zach, they lost. Yeah. Yeah. UBass in Loyola, Chicago. So how about that? Let's listen to some uh, Cal sound yeah. before we read some text. Take a break. Okay. Um, go ahead and play. We already played the first Cal sound about lead by players along. Go ahead and play Cal 2. Uh, you, you referenced this. The uh, anonymous quotes uh, uh, that was on the athletic uh, article by Kyle Tucker. Go ahead. Now, the question will be, and everybody, you know, anonymously talk about our defense, but the defense, they know they got to get better. They know. They know we've got to rebound balls in traffic. We got to do stuff. But, like, I, I don't know what, you know, I know that there are people that would say stuff to try to hurt this thing, but the reality of it is, what did you see today? Now, what can you write? They are so bad defensively. That's a top 10 offensive team. Okay, and, and again, fair enough. Calipari's feeling good. You get a top 25 one on the road. That's another quad one win. I think that makes three for them now. And at the same time, they, they made strides against Ole Miss. They made strides against Auburn. But at the same time, you you still have a lot. There, there's more evidence in the bucket that they don't defend like that right. than the evidence that they can defend like that. I th- I don't think it's an aberration. Mm-mm. I don't. I, I th- this team is too gifted physically. They have high basketball IQs all over that court to not be good at defense. It it, it was either an effort thing or a scheme thing or, or or it's something. It's not athletic and it's not between the ears. It's not it's not their intelligence. They're smart basketball players. You can't run offense the way they run offense and and not know what you're doing out there. So whatever whatever the magic key is to this Zach, if it, it, it appears 
for now as if John Calipari figured it out. Now, you mentioned the zone earlier. Yes. I would. I was out to – I had to watch the game on Sunday because, again, the wife and I were out living up – living the high life. Uh, so you got to do that more every time Kentucky plays on a Saturday. you got to go out with the wife now. I, I, when they play Alabama at 4 o'clock, you're going out with the wife. I, I, I'm fine with that. But there was a bar – like, it was funny because the, the when we're at the steakhouse – uh, she sat like facing the bar, and I sat with my back, my back towards the bar, and the game was on. Yeah, and the the reservation was at six, so it's like, the, and I was like, I'm not watching it, honey. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. It. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to turn around. I turned around a few times. Every I knew they were doing good by just the look on her face because she would watch it and she like brightened up and perk up real quick, and then I was like, oh, they're doing good. And then Kellen texts me uh, in the middle of the day. He's like, Dad, John Calipari. He went zone, the cow zone. I was like, yeah, the cow, the cow zone, yeah. So he's like, the cow zone. And, and so I, I knew that John Cal, look, he knows, he knows more this year than the three previous years that he's being judged on this team. Right. And because, but, well, because those are the, his handpicked guys. It's the old Calipari method. He's got the NBA guys. The, the few, you know, quote, upperclassmen that he has are very, very good. That's right. And he knows that if, if he Fs this up, Zach, that it's going to be weaponized against him more than any team, more than the Oscar teams, more than the BJ Boston, Terrence Clark team, uh, any team he's failed. This one's going to be held against him more than all of them because it's uh, every excuse you had going into this season about the last few seasons about John Calipari, he addressed every single one of them with the team that he assembled with this with this one. Yeah, and if you drew up the perfect Calipari team, if you asked him to drop the perfect Calipari team, it would look a lot like this one. A lot yes. of young guys. You got some veteran guys like Trey Mitchell. You've got a great offensive team. You got a team that can do the dribble drive. He you have draw, a rim protector. You have a rim protector in Onyenso. He would draw up a team exactly like this one. And if they don't get it done, I'm not saying that he's going to get fired or anything no. like that. That's never going to happen because you know Mr. Lifetime Contract Mitch Barnhart is not <laughs> allow that to happen <laughs> no but if he doesn't get it done with this team when's he gonna get it done and you, he won't he doesn't have any excuses to fall back on he doesn't have the this guy was hurt he doesn't have the this guy didn't develop he doesn't have any of that these are his guys this is the team that he handpicked this is the team that mm-hmm. he developed he recruited he doesn't have anything to fall back on and i think part of that is why he's snapping at people that kind of you know question hmm. certain things because he knows the pressure that he's under that if we don't win this year is it going to happen again? Yeah, and I don't know if it is. No, I think that's a. I think that's a good point by you. I think that the 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 you know he doesn't have anything to fall back on. Like that's like every, every, everything has gone his way up until the even even when and I want to talk about this later on too with the Antonio Reeves stuff. I mean, and we'll we'll take a break here in a second. We'll talk about this at four o'clock. His return to Kentucky should be a top college basketball story not just in town in the country right like like what what, like what he's doing and how touch and go it was zach with him for a while there this summer oh yeah with him flirting with i mean he he didn't flirt with it he went and took classes at illinois state right i mean he he was actively looking to go but we'll talk a little more about that later let's read a few uh text messages uh we'll do a read and we'll take a break texter underdog suits these cats they came without with an edge played physical started fast amazing defense strong rebounding great coaching and substitution rotation all without mitchell their d will continue 
continue to improve and hopefully wins to follow, not taking a victory tour, just saying they have a chance to make a deep run. No, I'm with you. I all this look, all the signs are there. They showed in two games they can play defense and their offense doesn't take a hit. Absolutely. Text uh Texter, uh let's face it, this may be Cal's last title shot, BBN Blue Miss. If not his last, definitely one of his last. Texter, Cam Drummond should have had his hand raised after the first after the game to thank Cal for his service by actually speaking at the press conference himself. I agree. Texter, does Stribble make baby number five this past weekend? No. There's ways around that. There's, there's no forthcoming baby number five. You, you can enjoy yourself as a married couple and do things to not have a baby. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Texter, <laughs> Blank was so mad that Auburn lost, he took it out on Louisville. <laughs> Same texter, Bruce Pearl needs to wear a bigger shirt next time. He Look, I, I, Bruce Pearl's ha- – look, if you look at the way Bruce Pearl – was when he was at Tennessee in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. No, it was, he was uh, Wisconsin Green Bay. Wisconsin Green Bay. Yeah, he's Wisconsin right. Green Bay. So my apologies to what his body looks like now. He, he can wear he, he can wear any shirt he wants to. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying that if I if I had a body like Bruce Pearl, which is not saying much, I'd be wearing a tight ass polo like that too. Texter, a do is just so fun to watch Saturday. I agree. I I love it. Look, I've been singing a do Thierro's praises since last year. Okay, last year when he came in sparingly he played well i was big on him at the beginning of the year and he's he's, he's proven me right i mean I don't, I don't get a lot right at all i got reed shepherd wrong i feel like i can take a victory lap on a do thorough he's playing very very well and uh <laughs> Strebel got a blank this weekend noted thank you uh <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun that's a funny text <laughs> texter that's a lie rick <laughs> Oh, I think two texts back to back. Uh, same texture. Let's calm down a bit. Auburn shot thirty percent from the field. It was because of some stellar D by the Cats. Bad shot selection, but that shot selection was bad because Kentucky made it bad. And the same texture. That's a lie. Big Rig went in with the full high tower package. Baby five on the way. <laughs> no, there's no baby five. No. No, thank you, thank you, Texter. Texter, I think Bruce Pearl gets so uptight for the Kentucky game, just like Ricky P used to. All right, we got to. There's a lot of text coming. I love it, absolutely love it. Uh, but we have to take a break. Four three seven nine six eighty UPS Jobs text line. Uh, we'll get back to that. But let me tell you, hey, we're already talking about our friends at High Tower. Uh, so let me go ahead and fill you in. If you're if you're suffering with erectile dysfunction, hey, look. That's not where you want to be. That's not where you want to be in life. It could cause depression, anxiety. It could it could cause a rift in your relationship with your wife or significant other. Even in some cases, can lead to divorce. But here's the thing: hope is not lost, guys. Hope is not lost. This is a very common occurrence, especially with men of a certain age. But if you're feeling that way and you're 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 not getting uh, the assist that you need in the bedroom to consummate the deal, then check out High Tower. High Tower men's health that's the place i go to get my testosterone boost oh man i just i blew this i blew this this is oh man i gotta redo oh man i totally blew the read zach i'm gonna have to re-record this read when we come back i completely read the wrong the wrong sponsor 
You had to scrub all of this. Like that's all. This, this is, you had to scrub all of this, Zach. All this needs to go. I'll do the right read when we come back. I can't believe I just did that. Oh my gosh, the cast line is going to crush me, and I should be crushed. I should absolutely be crushed. It's my fault. It's absolutely my fault. I read the. <laughs> <laughs> wrong commercial oh wrong commercial okay let's let's take a break no the wife didn't have a sunburn <laughs> during my valentine's day oh zach what a start to the show oh my god my, my, i'm like sweating my face is hot like i feel so bad right now what a terrible job by me what is an awful job if, the, if there's a if there's a sports radio nun she'd she'd slap my my hand with the ruler zach i need my hand slapped with the ruler by the sports radio nun that's what i need that's an old Catholic parochial school um, joke there, Zach. I, I think you got it, though. All right. When we come back, we'll talk Louisville. and <laughs> We'll talk Louisville, and I'll do the right read. It's the roundtable here at ESPN 680-1057. Welcome back. To the round table with round daddy now here's round daddy james strebel guys generally we here talk about medicine and effective treatments for erectile dysfunction and other men's sexual health issues today i want to talk to you about love because love is the best reason to get treated for your ed ed can cause major relationship issues in fact men often push their partners away when ed becomes a problem the condition can cause depression arguments breakups and even contribute to divorce but there is a light at the end of the tunnel tri-state men's health tri-state men's health.com their treatments work when other pills and herbals fail their treatments have success rates well over 90 percent and some of those treatments can even have you lasting up to an hour how about that go make a consultation appointment with a licensed medical provider provider today and they could give you you know if if your case says so could give you a test dose in their office if the test dose doesn't work the 99 dollar consultation fee is free but if it does work and again 90 plus percent chance of success you could be having sex the day after your appointment back in the bedroom back to your 20s the day after your consultations go ahead and call today 800-900-9654 tristatemenshealth.com it's a lot better this time, Zach. 437-9680. It's the round table here on ESPN 680-1057. Over on 93.9 The Ville tonight, 7 p.m., you'll have the Kenny Payne Show. I don't think that's live or on location anywhere. That's right after the Cardinal Insider, the Kenny Payne Show, 7 p.m. tonight, over on 93.9 The Ville. So there we go. 437-9680, UPS Jobs. Text line is a reaction Monday. As the Cats win and the Cards, they go on the road. And once again, Zach, uh, a short-handed Louisville team goes on the road and loses a game, this time behind a 41-point eruption from Pittsburgh's Blake Henson. Okay, he had 27 of his points in the first half, ended with 41. Louisville had 27 at the half, too. Uh, I mean, he had he had as many points as their entire team. It was it was, it was was embarrassing. It was another embarrassing loss, 86-59 to a, a, an NIT-bound uh, Pittsburgh team. And, and, you know, Zach, what what else is there to say about this? I mean, yeah. I, I understand the situation 
that Kenny Payne and his team are in due to all the injuries. I mean, they had no point guard. I mean, the, the Tyler Johnson was hurt. True. S- Sky Clark, you know, has a broken rib. Uh, Hersey Miller is having hip surgery. I mean, they, they, they don't have any guards. They went from not having any big men to not having any guards. And it just, once again, reared its ugly head on Saturday. Um, here lately, we've been hearing the old, well, at least the offense looks good. The defense might not be that good, Zach, but at least the offense looks good. And like, nothing looked good. Nothing looked good. On Saturday for, for the cards. Yeah. And we'll, we'll play some Kenny Payne sound here. But, I mean, again, I, I get I get it. Even if they were 100%, they're not winning many of these games. And wouldn't I, matter. I, and I, it, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter because... They don't play well against Pitt regularly. I mean, the last year was probably the biggest embarrassment of year one when they went to Pitt and it just was not competitive and the same thing here Blake Henson at one point I think in the second half he had 36 points and Louisville had 35 points so (laughs) when you're playing uh five players against one and you're still losing typically not a very good sign and I mean Pitt everybody knew coming into this game Pitt is one of the best three-point shooting teams in the ACC. Yes. 15 for 31, pitch shot from the three-point line. They did not defend the three-point line at all, and it just seems like the in-game adjustments are not there. The game plan, when you watch them play, it looks like there is there was no game plan, that they just rolled the ball out and started playing. And <laughs> it, this is a regular occurrence. I don't know what the game plan is. I don't know what their identity is. Because there is no identity. There's no identity. There is no identity. No, they don't have team. an identity. They're, they had four guys play thirty some odd minutes, and they have good players. Caleb Glenn's a good player. Brandon Hundley Hatfield's a good player. They, yeah. the talent's there. It's just the scheme's not there. Whatever defensive strategy they have is not there. You have one bench point and one made three pointer. You're not winning games. No, you're, you're not. Just not. Absolutely not. And and, and look. That, that discussion's over, and there's no more time. I mean, here, here's what they have left, and, and, and they're like Kentucky. They're going down to into the stretch portion of the season, and, you know, we, we know that there's no hope. There's not light in the tunnel, no more need for any, you know, C.L. Brown or Rick Bozich articles about how can we salvage this, what can we learn from this team. There's nothing to salvage. There's there's nothing to learn. So at their last games, uh, Notre Dame at home, uh, at Duke, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and Boston College. So they only have one more road trip left. The four of the last five games are home games, not that that matters, and it doesn't matter what they win out of that. So, so – that doesn't matter at all. What I find funny, Zach, is when these games are finished now, it, it's like the the new the new thing for the KP supporters to do is to go on Twitter, open the spaces, and have a what'd you say four hour? Yeah, the one went four hours. Yeah, and he was tweeting at like Soforo and Ty Spalding, like, "Where are you guys at? Are you guys going to come on and talk? Like, right. well, how about defend yourself?" Like. And I think it was Nick Coffey had tweeted at him. He's like, I'm at Dave and Buster's or Chuck E. Cheese or wherever he was, like, enjoying time with my kid. Like, yeah, I'm not jumping on. on your KP, yeah, yeah, you know, sob story uh, Twitter spaces. The, the people that are defending KP at this point, and I've met, said this on the Louie show this morning, you cannot be a KP defender and then tell me in the next breath that your expectations are we're going to the Final Four playing for national championships. It, if you're a KP defender, that's fine. But your standards are telling me that they're different. You can't tell me that you expect this to be a top six program of all time, which historically they have been. You can't tell me that you expect them to be in Sweet 16s and Final Fours all Mm -hmm. the time and still be a KP defender. Those two, there's just no correlation between the two. It just doesn't add up. I don't know what what's your standard. Yeah, no, I'm with. with, Well, they're not Louisville fans. I I think that's very clear, and 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 I can get in trouble. People get mad at me for that. They're not Louisville fans. They're they're Kenny Payne supporters over Louisville fans. And it's what what I found interesting is I was kind of texting back and forth or tweeting back and forth 
with Ty Spalding today, one of the main complaints of these Twitter spaces is how toxic people are on the radio. And, and you know, like you said, you know, Drew Diener, Mark Blankenbaker, Ty Spalding, Nick Coffey, um, Justin Sofro, like those are the names they're throwing out there. We're all and, toxic, apparently. Yeah, they're all toxic, but... Then they go on to have, like, the most toxic four-hour Twitter spaces where, you know, we're talking about, like, personal attacks. You know, the gloves are off, saying just absolutely horrible things. And I'm like, no, what they're doing isn't creating toxicity. What they're doing is commenting on the product. What they're doing is commenting on the culture of the team. What they're doing is commenting on Kenny Payne's job. It's not not personal. No. It's not anything against Kenny Payne as a person. No. What these... this Twitter space does is it goes after those hosts personally. That That is personal. And it's the internet. You do whatever you want. But don't sit there and be and moan about how toxic things are and then go on to host the, the most toxic of all Twitter spaces. And I don't understand what the need is for them to do that. What are they accomplishing? They're, they're not accomplishing anything. No, they're not just embarrassing say, themselves. Yeah, and you're sticking say, up for a 12-win coach. Yeah. We're not sticking up for Rick Pitino. We're not standing up for Calipari. We're not standing up for people that have proven to have success. We're sticking up for a coach who's 12-46 and 46 and has brought your program to be – at this point, one of, if not the laughing stock of Gallows. They look like buffoons. I mean, it, it, it's, it's buffoonery. It's, it's 100% buffoonery to go on there and, and say, well, you know, bleep this guy and bleep that guy. They're not giving Kenny Payne a chance. Da, da, da. BS. BS. He's been here two years. He's had more more than enough chance in order to, to, to turn this thing around or to get it going. As you said, Zach, these these players aren't bad players. No, the They're talent's not. there. The talent's there, but it, I mean, Kenny Payne stinks as a coach. It's just, it was, it's just frustrating for me to sit back and and watch that go on and be like you all are are, are worse than what, what, you're, what you're mad about you're way worse than what you're mad about and it doesn't make it doesn't it's not doing anything any good like Kenny Payne like Josh Hurd isn't going to turn on the Twitter spaces and be like oh well if you know card man 69 says that Kenny Payne deserves another year and and the, the, by God maybe he's right and, and, and that's going to change Josh Hurd's mind that's not going to happen there there's there's no there's no saving this thing at all uh <laughs> t- yeah uh, but yeah it, it was yeah uh so for all yeah said they were talk- talking like crazy and uh he was like no I'm, I'm with my wife and kids i'm not getting on your twitter space and, and descending into your hellscape uh so yeah and i don't i don't blame them that's i mean it's not it's not up to those guys to win at Louisville basketball. Who is that on the phone? Oh, some guys like, why haven't we said one bad thing about Scott Davenport and Bellerman if we're going to criticize Kenny Payne? Oh, because, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> There's Where a big we... difference between Scott Davenport and Bellerman basketball. God bless them. We love them around here. But stop it, caller. Please stop where, where, it. Where do we begin? Bellerman and Louisville are not even in the same stratosphere. No, Bellerman's been in Division One for what? Four seasons? I mean, they, st- they still can't compete in the tournament. No. Like, by NCAA rules, they still cannot compete. They, It's amazing they've been as successful as they have been. Yeah. With that, a real albatross hanging around their neck. Louisville doesn't have that albatross. They still can't get in the tournament. Bellarmine could have been in the tournament before Louisville. If Bellarmine was eligible, they would have been in the tournament years that Louisville wasn't in. And we all know that to be the case. We know that's true. 
Yeah. So for 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 somebody to call in and want me to attack Scott Davenport in Bellarmine University, stop it, stop it. Like, like Zach said, they're not in the same stratosphere. And by the way, Bellarmine has won a conference title more recently because they won the conference. Well, they've been in the tournament more more recently, yeah, and they weren't allowed to be in the NCAA tournament <laughs> when they won well, they, the conference. They tournament. would have been in the tournament more recently than Louisville if That's they true. if they had been allowed. If the NCAA had some common sense, they would have been in the NCAA tournament. But, oh, absolutely. Come on. It, 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 no, that, that's a ridiculous phone call. That's one I, w- I should have taken on air. That, <laughs> I, should, I, should have, I should have taken that one on our texture. <laughs> Why did you choose the number 69? I don't know. It just popped in my head. How about that? It just it, No reason at all. Get your mind out of the gutter, <laughs> texture. When I see KP supporters logically defend their guy, I can't help but think they were... They need to be careful because they're okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm skipping that. Texter, hell yeah, I'll take up for your guy, Kai, Ty Spalding. These KP fanboy bums are trash. They're bleep riding a coach that's 12 and 46. Yuck. I agree. Texter, if Kentucky can't win without DJ Wagner, Louisville has no shot, shot without Sky Clark and Ty Lar. Okay, okay. What? What are we, what are <laughs> we doing? They've got no shot with Sky Clark and Tyler. What are we, what are we see, talking that, about that's here? That's another thing that drives me crazy is I see some of these KP fanboys and these Louisville fans saying things like, imagine if they were healthy, how good they – they were fully healthy against uh, UMBC when they won by one point. They were yes. fully healthy against New Mexico State when they won in overtime. Arizona State, they fully were, healthy. They were fully healthy when they lost to Arkansas State by 20 <laughs> or, yeah, at Arkansas home. Arkansas State, yeah, sorry. They were fully healthy when they got tricked – by when Kenny Payne got tricked against Indiana. He tricked me. That's a <laughs> – yes. hey, Bruce Pearl, did he get tricked? Because Kentucky went down. Did Bruce Pearl get tricked? That's a great point. Did Calipari did trick, he trick him? Bruce? Yeah, he did. He tricked me. He pulled out the old magic hat. Let's go. <laughs> he got, that's right, John Calipari. He tri- he's not the only magician in these parts. That's right. He, he's not. I mean, he, he got Mike Woodson, who, by the way, Zach. Oh, oh my. that's a bad situation in Indiana. Wow, they stink. Yeah. They stink. I Those, mean. What's worse, their on-court product or the uniforms? What was worse yesterday? Ooh. Probably the on-court product because Northwestern is like shorthanded. Northwestern's not a bad team, but they were shorthanded. Yeah, they're not a bad. Look, let's go ahead and get to this. So I, so four three seven nine six eight. I'll read some text here uh, coming up. So I made the Indianapolis Star. I didn't know this until Jack Grossman. Good friend Jack Grossman, who I almost went and met with for lunch today, but I didn't have time. I, I unfortunately wasn't able to do that. All right, so here we go. So I made a tweet a couple of days ago when they put those um those new uniforms on twitter and i quote tweeted it and i'm trying to find the da, 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 the the text thread here there we go let's see oh no that's not it but anyway oh here it is okay so it says here indianapolis star and i tweeted the following iu fans are going to tear the hoops off of their barns in rage over these uniforms <laughs> and <laughs> and that made the uh the online version of the indie star and that made me so happy because i because i and this was on let me see this was this was yesterday so this, this made the indie star yesterday and i love that jack has has a subscription to the indie star it just says hi jack here on my screenshot that he sent me um but so that made the indie star yesterday i i just want, wanted to see the, the look on the face of the old man eating his Cheerios or grape nuts or whatever it is in the morning, reading his online indie star and seeing my fat face <laughs> on his computer, making fun of the Hoosiers uh, and shooting hoops in a barn and being mad about it. Because those uniforms, for, for a fan base, 
that is so haughty and their nose in the air about the, the their 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 tradition and their program and they want to keep everything looking the same and they want to keep up bringing up Bobby Knight and the the, the, the candy stripes and all that not Martha the mop lady and blah, 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 all that nonsense and to have them go out in those disgusting awful uniforms Zach and then, and then not only to come out in those uniforms but to come out in those uniforms and get beat it made me so happy it made me so very happy and they lost by four to this bum Northwestern team at home and I, I, I'm 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 waiting for Khalil wear to just like fold it in and just yeah. be like you know what I, I i don't need to do this anymore i'm gonna go into the nba next season i'm out of here and, ba- and bumbaco sorry bumbaco he didn't play too bad either he had 20 points but they have no guards they can't shoot the basketball they're just a god-awful team but it was funny that i did make the indie star with the, with that tweet there and they made me very very happy put that on uh your resume made the indie star. There we go. <laughs> they need to send Zach Osterman a, a bouquet of flowers. Well, Maybe. he's not getting fired after this year. He's going to get another year, and then after that, if he doesn't get it done next year, then I think he's gone. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they 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 love to hate Mike Woodson. See, I think Indiana. I think at times they have a, a false sense of what they actually are. Like they think it's still 1987, mm-hmm. and they still think they're relevant on the national stage. Oh, the yeah. fact of the matter is, Indiana hasn't been relevant on the national stage since what 2013. Since Christian Watford hit the shot against yeah, Kentucky, yeah, yeah, no, it was it was the following year they were the overall number one seed. They still lost in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, they lost to Syracuse. They had yeah. Cody Zeller and Victor Oladipo. Like they Yogi had a Ferrell. Squad then. Oh yeah, and they did. Tom Cream doesn't get enough appreciation for the job he actually did there. No, I, I agree with you. I love to see Tom Cream in Louisville. He's my number one not, pick. Louisville would not like that. <laughs> no, I know, I know Louisville fans would like that. I'd like that. Who would Who would want Tom Cream moseying around here? Come on now. I know he didn't succeed down at Georgia, but nobody succeeds at Georgia in basketball. I mean, no. that, that's not a program that's ever done much of anything, except Dominique Wilkins went there. I couldn't believe Dominique <laughs> oh, Wilkins Oh, you didn't know Dominique Wilkins went there? I did. Oh, that's about the only time they've ever been relevant in basketball is when yeah. he went there. No, yeah, I mean, Anthony Edwards went there. They still went to the NIT. Yeah, and he, he and Ben Simmons are like the guys that took their team to the NIT, didn't even make the tournament, yet they were the number one, yeah, pick, were, in the draft. Number one pick in the draft. Except one of them's actually worked. Ben Simmons has not been all that good in the NBA. Anthony Edwards actually has been good. Yes, NBA. did you see the tweet? Speaking of that, they had the uh, – it was the SEC led all – uh, the uh, all-star picks or and whatever. That was the only non-Kentucky guy. Yeah, Anthony, yeah, Anthony Edwards. There's all, there's all Kentucky news except for Anthony Edwards. That's right. He was, it, it made me sad. It made, it made me happy for Kentucky, but it made me sad for the rest of the SEC that the SEC had to boast that. It's like every single player but one is a Kentucky player. Don't act like we're not carrying your water here, okay? Yeah, I mean, and then all the Louisville fans will just say, see, you have all those... NBA only one championship. They wanted all those NBA players at their facility, too. All right, let's go ahead and uh, read some text here and take a quick break. Text of the rumor mill, mill is churning, and Nate Oates seems to be gathering some steam to Louisville. Speak it into existence, you pink, smelly, atrocious Hot belly swine. I'm not going to speak that into existence, uh, even though I just did. I don't want no. I don't want Nate Oates anyway, any, anywhere near Louisville, because he'd make them good immediately. Oh, you've, have you watched Alabama play? Yes. Their style of play is so much fun to watch. They shoot a million threes. Like they are the perfect team for the analytics crowd, the metrics yes. crowd, because they either shoot threes or they have dunks and layups. There are no mid range shots. No free throws, free throw or free throws, three pointers. And short range. That's think, all they do. They're I so much fun to watch. I think they made 18 threes. 
That seems on low. Saturday, and they I'm shoot a- like forty. Oh yeah, yeah. Every game. Well, yeah, they, they have like Bob Alvano. I think tweeted out the shot chart. He, he loves Alabama shot chart because he was calling. I think the game the other day. Yeah, they yeah they won a hundred and seventy five uh, over Texas A and M. Um, and let's see here. They Their made- last six games, they've scored a hundred points three times, and the fourth time they scored ninety nine. Yeah, they made, they went eighteen of forty one from three. <laughs> That's, That's insane. That and A M's like supposedly, supposedly, allegedly a good a good defensive teams too. So yeah, that game we'll talk more about it later. That game against Kentucky on Saturday is going to be an absolute uh, barn burner. Texter uh, interested in Strebel's opinion on. I don't know what that is i'll have to go and look uh, I, I, I'll, I'll i'll look into that texture texture donovan mitchell was better than all the uk all-stars combined S- settle down okay who a who cares b that was a lot no, nobody carl yeah. anthony towns had 50 points in the all-star game come <laughs> on just little, all they have is donnie all they have is donnie and i'm a cav fan i like donovan mitchell he's fantastic he is but no that's not right. Texter, KP supporters. Nope, not reading that. Golly, you guys are like, you guys are mean today. Texter, Tri-State had Strebel torqued up Saturday night. Baby Boogie playing Strebel coming November of 24. No, don't you quit texting that in. I don't want any. No, stop testing, texting in that we're going to have another baby. Uh, no, stop it. Texter, SEC bragging about NBA All-Stars. It's like UK football fans bragging about how many draft picks the SEC has. I agree. Uh, Texter, Northwestern coach Zach Reed. Oh, the text in Louis' show slot. They want to know about Chris Collins. Yeah. Oh, somebody compared Chris Collins at Northwestern to Jeff Brom at Purdue as far as really? winning with lesser talent and everything. It wasn't the worst comparison huh. in the world because Chris Collins before he, bad. before he showed up, Northwestern never made the tournament. They've made it a couple times and won a game oh. I on two different occasions. I remember Zach, you brought that up. I remember when they went to the. Did they go to the Sweet Sixteen? No, they just made it to the second round. They've was, never been to the Sweet. It was just the second round, but when they had like all the Northwestern grads, all at the, the alums, games. you know, uh, Michael Wilbon and Darren Ravel and Rachel Nichols oh, and yeah. everybody who's ever gone to Northwestern. They were all ever. in the audience. Uh, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, yeah, from and Seinfeld. Was, I'm okay with more shots of Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's yeah. hilarious. But, yeah, she's great. Yeah, yes. it was like it was like enough. Like all all the Northwestern nerds, yeah. banded together. Was like, oh, go Wildcats! And so, like, oh, shut up. So I mean, basically, you just wanted to channel Elaine Ben. And she's like, get out and shut up. <laughs> yeah, scary. I did. Want it, yes, and get out to Nor- Northwestern fans and narratives. Absolutely, I did. Uh, Texter, Cat scored the most, and SGA had the most uh, solid stat line. There we go. Okay, so I'm going to say this for after the break, but why, why was everybody so mad at the All Star game? Uh, uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that, but you I mean. Okay, I'll get to it. I'm going to save it. Before I start going off on a rant, I'm going to save it for after the break and, and, and not waste any more time, okay? So we'll talk about that after the break. Hey, BJ Heating and Cooling, bjheatcool.com. That's the place that I go to whenever my unit is on the fritz, whether it be the furnace or their air conditioning unit. They'll take care of both. They have uh, offices in southern Indiana, in Louisville. They go to Sellersburg, Jefferson County, Clarksville, New Albany, Floyd County, all over the place, okay? BJ Healy Cooling is Kentuckyana's number one spot to go for B, for HVAC care. They're a factory-authorized Bryant dealer. They teamed up with Bryant Dust Equipment, and they'll do whatever it takes to make those rooms enjoyable. Again, Bryant mini-splits are quiet, efficient, and they avoid the installation of bulky ductwork. So give them a call today. They're celebrating 40 years of servicing Kentuckyana. Call the experts that I trust at BJ Heating and Cooling, BJHeatCool.com. 
Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.